Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. Welcome back to a bonus episode of the same old Arsenal podcast. We've just been sat here talking to each other for 15 <laughs> minutes and realised that we weren't live. Talk this about goes, professionals. Talk this about well for my first show, doesn't it, young man? <laughs> Teaching me what to do. I'm sitting here talking. <laughs> <laughs> deary, deary me. I hope you're all well. Thanks for coming along, everyone. Um, it's a pleasure to see you all. Hope you all had a great Christmas. Hope you've all had a good new year. And all that malarkey, um, as you can see on the screen, sitting next to me, is the lovely Amanda. Our January signing. Our January signing. She's here, finally, on the same old Arsenal. Amanda will be bringing you her own show every week. Um, as from next week, we were going to do the 13th, but then the Carabao Cup uh, has got in the way now because we're playing Liverpool. So we can't do that. But we will go that week. Um, yeah. I'm sure Amanda will let me know um, <laughs> when she's going to do it. Amanda, welcome mm. to the Same Old Arsenal podcast. It is a delight to have you here. Thank you so much. God, we started chatting back in August and we were discussing, you asked me to come and join, which was so lovely. Thank you, Craig. Um, and now I'm a Jan January transfer free signing. Didn't even have to pay. Bosnan, Bosnan free. Yep. Oh, I've known Amanda you. for years and years and years. We met via the podcast route, um, like most of the people you know I've met um, that, that, that have become friends over the past ten or ten, ten or God knows how many years it's been um, since I started the Guna Talk. Wow, that is ancient. But uh, Tom Tom Canton's taken that on to massive new heights. Um, so well done, Tom. Uh, what's this? No show on Monday, Dan Managuna. Yes, there is a show tomorrow night. The boys are back in town. Um, but this is just a little bonus episode um, to introduce everyone to Amanda. Now, Amanda, I know you. I've known you for a long time. I know you're an Arsenal fan, a massive Arsenal fan, massive Gooner. 
uh, runs in your family um, for years and years and years and years. But for those who might not know you, tell, tell us a bit about yourself. Okay, so um, when I joined Twitter, which I didn't even know what Twitter was all about, one of my friends said to me, you'd love the banter with the Arsenal. And I went, well, who's going to want to talk to me? Uh, 30,000 followers later, that's <laughs> 12 years. <laughs> I can't believe I've got all these followers, but weirdly I have. Um, and then I was approached to do a podcast and I didn't know what a podcast was and realised it was audio. So I could sit in my pyjamas with my hair up in the kitchen talking about Arsenal. Um, and that led to the Gooners Girls podcast, which I did for quite a few years. Then other podcasts came along and it was great. And then I started Hybrid Hills, which led on to Hybrid Squad. And that was my latest one with um, when, when I brought KC on. It was fantastic. I loved having Kevin to talk to, which he's on here a lot as well. And I left in May. Um, many reasons, but just needed a break. And mm. when you came along a few months later, it was just perfect. Then obviously you had your... Oh, uh, you know, fell off the your, wagon. Your sad time and stuff, and then <laughs> it just all came together. I always believe in what's meant to be is meant to be. So I am mm. your free transfer. Um, for those that don't know me, I'm 52, and the reason I'm telling you that is because 48 years ago I started going to football when I was four. So um, my dad is the biggest gooner on the planet. Doesn't go anymore because he can't get up the steps, and you know, oh. finds it very hard to sit in the cold but is obsessed from morning to night with Arsenal and has been since the late uh, late, late, late 50s. Um, and he was there in 71 as well. And he tells everyone that I could recite the double team when I was four years old. I swear that is a urban myth. But anyway, um, my first um, match, I don't know what it was, but I was four. I was thrown over the turnstiles and sat on my dad's lap. So I remember the first final I ever watched on TV was Ipswich in 78, but the main one was United in 79. I remember sitting with my flag in my mum's lounge with all my cousins that were Arsenal. I was 10 years old and thought, I'll have some of this. This is for me. And then I started to go regularly, probably early 80s. Um, and yes, for those that don't know me, um, was that I was there in uh, Anfield 89. I was behind the goal to the left with all the Arsenal fans. And then, um, luckily enough, 20, 30 years later, or how many years it is, I've lost count, I was asked to do the interviews at the 89 film for Arsenal Fan TV. Whether you like them or not, it's irrelevant. I don't care. Mm. <laughs> I loved it. I had the best night of my life. <laughs> of course I, you it, did. I interviewed everybody that was on the pitch that night. George Graham was at everybody. It was just incredible. So from Twitter, I've had the most amazing experiences. Um and then many things have happened over the years, been on Sky, but I'm not in the media. I'm just a normal fan um, that goes to the game, that sits in the East Stand Upper from Highbury, right through to the Emirates now. And I just love it. And I am, yeah, Guna Girl, 1969 on Twitter. That's my name. Go and follow her if you haven't. Well, I bet everyone that's watching is already <laughs> following you anyway. This one, come look at this one from Guna Ledge. He says, 52, I'm 42 and you look younger than oh. me. <laughs> So, I like you already, Guna Legend. Yeah. <laughs> this one's from a fellow you know. Yeah, I know him very uh, well. Yeah, he's probably downstairs now on the phone typing that in there. Um, this one comes in from Stephen. Evening, guys. Much love from Kenya. Oh, Goodness that lovely. Mate. Um, all the way Hello, over everyone. in Kenya. Yeah, that's great, isn't it? Yeah, loads of loads of love coming in for you, Amanda. It's really, really cool. That's really nice. Um, like I said, we're a good... I'm, I'm proud of the community we've got here. Um you know, the lads, the lads and lasses who watch this podcast are A1, um, and I love them all. It's a great community. You won't get any, 
you, you know, you're not going to get anything um, bad happen or people well, in the I chat do, there. Well, if I do, they get a yeah. yellow card. I'll tell you that's out, nothing. Out, out, um, yellow than a red. Yeah. I'll teach you how to boat people out. So as soon as you see people being dibs, <laughs> you can boat them out. But honestly, never, ever, that never happens. The community we've got here at the same old Arsenal sure. is absolutely brilliant. Um, and I love and respect every single one of them. I suppose we better talk a little bit about yesterday's <laughs> gut-wrenching defeat um, to Manchester City. Um, it's really strange, Amanda, because after the game, you know, I was I was upset. But when I, you know, I have to take a couple of hours to mooch around the house, mm. you know, going over and over and over in my mind. But when you when you look at it and when you sit back... We can't really blame. I, I, I've got to be careful what I say here. A lot of people are having a go at the ref, me included. I had a go at the ref. The officiating was poor. But I have to say, Amanda, I think we should have been out of sight before all of this happened. I mean, you go one nil up with Saka, and Martinelli goes down the left hand side, close for two nil. People are talking about the referee getting in his way. He still should have scored, Amanda. He's still, he still should have buried that. So before we do start having a go at VAR and having a go at referees and, and this, that and the other, I think we have to look at ourselves as well. I made a really big boo-boo when I left the ground, coming down the stairs, coming out, and everyone was screaming about VAR on the ref, VAR on the ref. I should have done what you did, kept my mouth shut for about an hour and calmed down, and I went mental until I kept quiet until I couldn't keep quiet anymore. And I went, and what about Gabrielle? Do you think that was good enough? Da -da. And of course, yeah. when you're at the ground, let me tell you, you don't see the replays. You only hear on Twitter, family WhatsApps. Everyone's got a different opinion. I've got a lot of friends that are different, supporters of different teams. I've got a lot mm. of city mates, city mates that are in the away end. And everyone was saying different, yeah? We can't see whether Edison has touched Erdegaard from where I sit. It looked it, but who knows? So we have to rely on VAR. And I, I said it from day one, Craig, I don't want VAR in the game. End of. I don't want it because penalties are opinions. They're not facts. You and I could sit here all night and disagree about penalty. What's the point in VAR? VAR's just opinions. We need facts. Is it over the line? Facts. That's what we need. We didn't get that yesterday. Now, What's annoyed everybody, I totally understand, and we need to talk about this, is the fact that he didn't get called over to the screen to look at Odegaard's, yeah? yeah? Whereas Silva, who did the biggest dive I've ever seen, okay, and weirdly, even my boyfriend, who, who's just commented here, said to me, did you see that dive by Silva? We only see it, and it's done, it's gone, isn't it? We get that yeah. second, like the ref. I think I, I personally think that Xhaka doing Xhaka again, pulling a shirt, putting his leg out, it's a penalty, but ours was a penalty. But again, when you look at it at different angles, it can look like he's stamped on his leg. So that can go on forever. There's no point having VAR for penalties. Mm, it's all about yeah. opinions, yeah. Now, Martinelli should have scored. Yeah, I do agree. What I don't like about the ref, and I don't really like talking about refs a lot, but you will see from my shows that I'm very, very, what's that word? I'm honest to me. And how I see things. I don't, I'm not a sheep. If 24 people in the uh, chat room don't agree with me, that's fair enough. I've got no issues with that. But I will not, not stand up for what I believe in. Yeah. That referee didn't book a city player until the 94th minute. Mm. That yeah. is one of the other problems. He couldn't wait to book us. Gabrielle, I don't understand the first booking. 
I was told it wasn't for the scuff up of the penalty spot. I was told he gave him a bit of grief. Okay. Well, I think it was after. I think if you watch back, Gabrielle and Jacka are over to him, you know, protesting yeah. about the penalty. And Rodri actually comes in and pushes Gabrielle into the referee. The referee then turns around and sees the you yeah. know the scuffle going on. And then I'm getting other people telling me that it, he got booked after the penalty because he carried on going at the right. referee. So, and if that's the case, because I, he could have had a word with him, Craig. It wasn't a dirty mm. game. It wasn't dirty. It wasn't nasty, niggly. It was absolutely awesome for 45 minutes from us. Mm. We took it to them. But yes, and as my dad famously says, if you don't take your chances, you don't win games. And Martinelli in front of us, in front of me, down the North Bank end, should have scored, should have put it in the back of the net. I don't know why he didn't, but I'm not going to have a go at him because he's been superb for us and he's a kid. The other thing is, what I would say is, Gabriel, knowing he's on a yellow, knowing he's on a yellow, to block his man and take him out like that is inexperience and... If he's on a yellow, then that is a yellow card. So I I take back what I said, actually, to the boys on the stairs, but we're all aerated when we came mm. out. We're so frustrated we lost. We so deserved a point, at least. <clears throat> and what I love about my City friends, the guys that travel around the world to watch Man City, they all said the same. We nicked it off you. You deserve mm. to win that game. They, none of them. They're not like Tottenham supporters where... They're not going to. De- they're going to deny that. They actually, literally said to me, "I don't know how we got away with that. You were far yeah. superior to us." Even Pep said it. It's a shame, but we've got to learn from that. Um, I-, I thought Saka's goal was absolutely awesome from start to finish. What I'm loving about this team, and for the- for your listeners that don't know me, I'm very, very much pro Arteta. I really am, and I have been since day one. Um, and I will be pro Arteta, and I said I will give him to the end of the season last year. I said this for this season. I can see what he's trying to do with these kids. It's, it's phenomenal what we've got here, the talent mm. that we've got from Halland as well. And and I'll tell you what else was wonderful yesterday. Thomas Party, the best game I've seen him play. And it was what we expected when he signed. This is exactly what I thought we were getting when we signed. And unfortunately now I suppose he's off to the AFCON, isn't he? So we're going to miss him on that. But Overall, the way we're playing at the moment is exactly what Arteta's vision is, okay? We actually played better than Man City yesterday, and I cannot believe I'm even saying that. Mm. Um, VAR is a waste of time. It's causing too much trouble, far too much trouble. Atwell, I don't feel is to blame as much as the Arsenal fans are blaming. I don't like the fact he didn't book anyone. For them, that was one thing. But but he's told to go and look at the screen. The minute a ref's told to go and look at the screen, I looked at my other half and went, he's going to give a penalty. Yeah, don't even course. know whether yeah. it is or not. Yeah, yeah. Why would Absolutely. you go look at it? He's not going to overrule them, is he? But no. if he, 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 he waved away both penalties. He was yeah. right in that respect, but they both were penalties. Um, the, the other thing that I've been pointed out to as well, when the penalty was taken by City, Lacazette was holding, I think it was Jesus, literally holding his top. So that was that would have been pulled back if he wouldn't have scored. Um, you've got Xhaka doing Xhaka. But it's such a shame because he played really well apart from he that. He was brilliant yesterday. Uh, yeah. Absolutely fantastic. But every, he just has that one. moment, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, 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 yeah. But you see, the thing is about the, the, the thing the thing that winds me up about that, Amanda, is, is that if that's the case, right, 
I don't think, and I and I and I probably get a lot of abuse for this. I don't think it was a penalty on Bernardo Silva. I really do not. It was a complete dive. The only reason you see it looks like Xhaka's tugging his shirt is because he's still got hold of it when he's falling. <laughs> no, he definitely dived, Craig. He but... definitely dived, but it's not a for me. It's not a penalty, right? But what I was going to say is. If that's the case, then next weekend we should see 10 penalties every game. It goes on every single week. What about when Tommy was running through against Manchester United and he's bundled to the ground by Harry Maguire? Nothing. Because Nothing the thing happened. Is, Craig is what about, about when Aubameyang was clear through and he got taken down? Yes. Nothing. But that's football without VAR, isn't it? That's the same thing without... What, what's happening is you're bringing VAR to help and it's not helping, it's hindering in it. Hmm. Because now we're going, why about this? What about that? Every club is doing the same. I speak to my scouse mates. I spoke to my Chelsea mate. Everyone's saying the same. Well, you haven't seen what happened to us. It's happening to all of us. It's not just Arsenal. I won't go on that, hmm. you know, you know that, that conspiracy theory that everyone's against us. It is really happening everywhere. So get rid because it's not working because... Don't have it for penalties. Let the referee decide on the field. And if he wants to go and look at the screen because he's not sure, maybe a split second later things, or maybe it was, let him go and have a look. Mm. Opinions are not facts. Facts are whether that ball crossed the line. Facts are whether he handballed it. I mean, you can tell virtually a handball. It's ruined the game I for just me. Don't because think you can't I... enjoy... But, but yeah. Craig, you... sorry, darling, you can't enjoy no. a guy. You can't no. enjoy a goal anymore. No. You literally have to score the perfect goal for yeah. it not to... You jump up and then you go, oh, yeah, VAR. Yeah, oh, shit. Yeah, oh, was anyone offside? Was anyone, you know, was their yep. toe offside or was their toenail offside? I get the fact, I mean, there's, pe there's people in the chat, you know, saying it was a foul. Granite Jacker was pulling his shirt, this, that, and the mm. other. I get that, right? I get that. But not all contact is a foul, right? No. And like I said, we see shirt pulling every single week in the Premier League. This is all I'm saying is, if that's the case, I don't write. If that's the case, if this penalty being awarded makes the FA or the refs say, right, you have really got to get on top of this shirt pulling now because, like, everyone's bringing this up. If we play, you know, we play against Liverpool, we play against Spurs, and someone's in the box and they go running in for a header and they're pulled back, I want to see a penalty given. Yeah. As an Arsenal fan, I want to see a penalty given. I want to see a penalty given for anyone. If there's a tug, from now on, if there's a pull of the shirt, it's got to go. It's got to be a penalty. It's got to be a penalty. And I want to see players crowding referees. Have a look, have a look, have a look. Because he pulled my shirt and it's a penalty. But then on but, the other hand, I don't want to see it. Because then yeah. the game is not going to flow properly. And no. everyone's, going to, everyone's going to be looking for, you know, every little, you know, every little pull. They're going to go down with their arms up in the air. And I, it's, it's something I don't, it's something I don't like watching is other players trying to get an advantage of someone by cheating. Like yesterday. It's a massive... He'd done the silly salmon, for God's sake, in the box. I know. And, Do you know and don't you feel, Craig, that you just want someone at our club to get hold of Xhaka and say, stop. You are playing <laughs> yeah, well. I do. I you do. You are playing like, you well. See... Just stop the nonsense because you're causing us. Again, yesterday caused us. But I'll go back to VAR, yeah? I don't know if anyone saw the game, but I was watching Liverpool, uh, Chelsea Liverpool tonight. Mane, elbow. It's a straight red card for me. That must be the fifth elbow I've seen Mane do mm. and then go and score. 
He did it against Tierney with us two seasons ago. Straight elbow. Yeah. Uh, but he got a yellow. Now, I would say to that ref, what have you given a yellow card for? Because a yellow card is not for an elbow. So what have you given it for? Dangerous mm. play? Red card. This is what annoys me. But since I've been going to football in the early 80s, that's what goes on. You get some, you don't get some. You win some, you lose some. And it swings and roundabouts. I'm sorry, it really is for every club. It's not just our club. But yet, Val's making it worse now. Mm. I mean, if you watched Match of the Day last night, I thought Ian Wright was going to tear Gary Lineker a new one, and he didn't. He didn't. He was quite quiet. I'm assuming, yeah, I'm assuming, and I love He's on Wrighty, the payroll. He's on the payroll. We all love him, but he's, yeah. He couldn't say what he wanted to say, I'm That's assuming, because he looked like he was ready to go. He was on the edge mm. of his seat when he was Dion Dublin. Edge of his seat. He didn't say anything. No. But I can't dispute that, again, we've lost a game because our, our heads went. Um, I know Lacazette tried his best last yesterday, being he was captain when he um trying to calm Gabriel down. I actually tweeted before Gabriel went, if we do are we allowed to swear by the way, Craig? I'm not sure if we're allowed. Small ones. Small. All right, I yeah. won't say the big one. <laughs> if we don't calm the frigging F down, yeah. <laughs> if we don't calm the F down, we're gonna lose this. And then yeah. Gabriel here, and then we lost, and because I could see it, we we were so in control. It was the most beautiful football to watch against the top four side. We've not done that in years. Yeah, we were great. We were great. I mean, it's a, it was a really weird feeling of actually being proud of the team after getting beaten. Um, you know, like it's been a while since I've been... It's been, yeah, it's been a while since, you know, you've been beaming with pride to be an Arsenal fan. One of those days was, you know, the day came yesterday where I was massively proud because we were the first team really I've seen, other than Liverpool, to take it. To really take it to Manchester City, and even Pep Guardiola said in his in his interview, you know, they were better than us. You know, they were better than us. They didn't deserve to lose. They deserved a point at least. Um, yeah, so they got out of jail. I tell you, something. they did. They did. And, then, you know, and, and then, to lose it like that, but see, to to lose it like that. I mean, the way that ball's come across, it's going to go ninety nine times out of a hundred. That ball doesn't fall to uh, fall. Was it Roger? It was Rodri, wasn't it? It doesn't fall yeah. to him. There, 99 times out of 100, it does not fall straight to him. Um, you know, and very, very lucky to win the game. Very, very lucky to win the game. Gut-wrenching for us um, as Arsenal fans after 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 playing so well. But Keith, he agrees with me. Like, if the referees give penalties every time there was a slight infringement, every game would be abandoned when it got down to eight players, with score being 15 penalties to 12. Thank you, Keith. I totally agree with you. Like, I am... I, I'm of the old school. When I used to play football, not all contact was a foul. You know, but it not is all contact was a foul, and it is now. Yeah. I think the game is being ruined. I think it's going too soft, um, and, and and that would be my opinion on it. You know, I mean, you can't have every time someone every time someone gives a little. I mean, like you know, players are actually feeling for that contact, that 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 pull, and that. Oh, he pulled my shirt. <laughs> like, you know, like, and, and go down. Um, so something's got to be done about it. I hope that something is done about it. I hope I never, that perhaps... Remember, sorry, Craig, do you remember no, that goal? Uh, was it Chambers scored against Palace last year or the year before with VAR? Scored a perfectly good goal down the North Bank to win us the game. And yes. they took it off us for some... I can't remember. I'm not very... 
people get used to this. I'm not very good with stats. Well, they gave it. They gave, they actually disallowed it because um, they disallowed it because he said that Rob Holden had fouled a player. Yeah, and he hadn't. And yeah. we lost those points, which could have been very, very detrimental in the end. And it worries me because it's not the same anymore. As I said, you get up, you're, you're going ballistic for the goal, and then all of a sudden you're looking around everywhere to see if everything yeah. if it stopped and. It, it's taken, it's not for the right things. Forget penalties, just do it for for factual times when it when it can only be facts. You, you and I can sit here and argue, like you can see people are arguing. Well, most Arsenal fans don't think it was a penalty. It was a penalty on David Silver, whether he dived or not. He was tugged and he was and his leg was left out. I remember um the Leicester game, Vardy, Monreal, right in front of me. Monreal, he dives over Monreal's leg. He gives a penalty. I go mental for about two months about that with many, many fans that weren't Arsenal. And I still want to have it to this day. He dived over mm. his leg, but his mm. leg shouldn't have been there. He stuck it out. They're, that's the problem. That's what we're, we're going to. And players need to be a bit more clever and a little bit more disciplined. Now, I, I, I woke up this morning and I felt angry and proud. It was the most weirdest situation because so, so proud of those boys. They did not stop. And, and you're not going to beat Man City when you go down to 10 men. You're just not. And you've got to take your chances. And Martinelli will learn from that. And what a player we have in Martinelli. Oh, yeah. Oh, we know. Yeah. Absolute, absolute quality, the kid. You know, a lot of we, – we used to have a lot of discussion about him um, on the podcast last year. You know, a few of the boys thought that Arteta didn't like him. Um, me and Harry were of the opinion that he was protecting him. Because you know, after the, after the knee injury, then he comes back, and then he he gets an ankle injury during the warm up. Um, he was sent away. I mean, after those injuries had happened, we see pictures on his Instagram of him in the gym, you know, um, and it, pumping iron. And you can see his physique has definitely changed um, from he was a skinny, a skinny little thing um, yeah. when he started playing for us. Now he's got a bit of beef about him, and I genuinely believe that Arteta sent him away and told him to beef up. Once he's beefed up, you, you know, you're in the team. And, okay, the Aubameyang thing has helped his cause yeah. massively yeah. Um, because, obviously, the Aubameyang thing um, with Aubameyang being left out or is he gone now or is he will he be sold in January? Rumours today that Newcastle won him. Um, that's helped his cause massively. But what I am so impressed with Martinelli is the way he's taken that opportunity. You know, people say take a chance with 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 both hands. You know, I mean, he's he's holding onto it with his feet and both hands. Do you um, know what? You and Harry are so right. You're in my camp with KC. Uh, Sophie didn't agree with that. <laughs> she was like, and there was times where I was like, I was a bit, and I under, and then I said to, it makes sense, doesn't it, Craig? Why oh, would absolutely. you back yeah. if you needed someone to score goals? And we weren't doing well. Why would you hold a player back? Yeah, Arteta's yeah. there to win every game. If people don't think he wants to win every game, you should stop going to football. Managers want to win every game. They're not going to hold a player back if they can help us. He wasn't mm. ready. He was being protected 100%. And now look at him. ESR came in at the right time. Saka came in at the right time. Arteta's not an idiot. He's played the game at the highest level. He's played under two wonderful managers and he, and he was coach at City. And let me tell you, all my City mates will have Arteta back in a second, in a flash. They've said it already. But I do feel that ESR, um, ESR Saka, Martinelli, and I love Lacazette, the glue. He is the glue. And they he love him as well. And, and the way he supports them as well. And Erdogan, 
The people that were criticising Erdogan were the ones that were criticising Ramsdale. Well, I don't get it. I don't look, get it, Craig. Do not criticise a player until they've played in your shirt. Exactly. At least give him, you know, at least give him a couple of games. I mean, I, the slander that Aaron Ramsdale got when when he signed for Arsenal, I could not believe look it. This kid brought his granddad's ashes to his contract signing, oh, right? And you're having a go at him. He's ours. He, his granddad was an Arsenal fan, I believe. Um, and he's taking his he's taking his granddad's ashes to the contract signing. Here I am, granddad signing for Arsenal. He the abuse that he got, unbelievable, and so not deserved. All right, he's had bad times at Sheffield United and Bournemouth, but as a goalkeeper, let me tell you, you're only as good as the defence in front of you. That, and that is it. You're only as good in goal as a defence in front of you. Um, what you go back through the go back through the goalkeepers. You know, Layman was a great goalkeeper, but look at the defence he had in front of him. Oh, David no. Seaman was a great goalkeeper. Look at the defence he had in front of him. Schmeichel, one of the best in the Premier League. Peter Senior. Look at that defence. You know, it goes up the line, doesn't it? Because then Vieira protected our defence. Of course, of course. You know, course, that's why course. we were invincibles. Yeah, you know, my my dad always used to say to me when I was a kid, you know, they've got to get past 10 people before they get past you. Yeah. Do you know, so I always remember that. And, you know, I I, I always did. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, and especially uh, Odegaard as well, you know, got called this, that and the other um, by, by supporters. You can't, I don't know why we do it. We're the only club that does it. Well, don't, don't say we, Craig, because you and I didn't do it. No, it's no, just... no, but we... I just couldn't believe what I was seeing. And 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 I had a message from, <laughs> still got it, from my city friend. And I've said this a lot. He said, what the hell have you signed? And I said, who have we signed? He said, mm. Ramsdale. I said, yeah, goalkeeper. He can't be that bad. I said no. to him, Arteta wouldn't have signed him. And he said, Amanda's yeah. been relegated twice. Oh, you've got a pile of dog poo. Da, da, da. He went on and on. And every, every game, I bring that message all the way down from August. And I go, yeah, and... Never judge. Just because he's played back. And it's a game when they play well for another team. Sanchez left us. Sanchez was ver- uh, just one of my favourite all-time players. He goes to Man United. Pants. Yeah. yeah they and wants thought- to come back. Wants to yeah. come back two weeks Two weeks later. What yeah. about Tommy's, uh, what, Tommy Tommy oh, Sue? I mean, what a One player. of my favourites. Yeah. Oh, my God. Do you know what? Yesterday I watched him. Sometimes what I do is when the ball's down there, I'll watch the defence or because I'm obviously in the North Bank side. Mm. And I, I saw Tommy Asso, Tommy Asso go for a ball. You just know he's not going to pull out. I, I, as he's going for this ball with the City player, you just know he's not going to pull out. He's so tough and he's so disciplined and he's so good. 16 mm. million quid. 16 million but great yeah, British pounds. Arteta yeah. doesn't know what he's doing. This yeah. is what I don't get with all these Arteta outs. I mean, I know I, I met up with Dan yesterday, just walking around the Emirates. I said to him, you happy yet? He said, I will be if we win this month. I said, this month? I said, we've got Liverpool twice. We've got City. We've got Spurs. I said, we've got players off to the AFCON. You've got to give him to the end of the season. I, you know, I don't mind. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Mm. You know, mine's not right. You can't have a right opinion. It's only a fact, as I said. But I don't get what else they expect they're going to see with the players we've got. You've got a Bamiang who I hope does go to Newcastle. I'm not one of these that wants him back. I'll only want him back, Craig, if he comes out publicly, apologises to the club, apologises to Mikel, and apologises to us and gets on with the game. Mm. 
then I'll accept it because everyone deserves a second so chance. Did you you accepted Granite Jacker's apology? Then? Yeah, I did. I mean, yeah. I was there that day, only threw his shirt on the floor. I never wanted him to play for us again. I just didn't. But then, when you in the heat of the moment, at that moment, when you come out of it a few weeks later and you're thinking about it, thinking, "A, everyone's human. Yeah, we all make mistakes. No one's perfect. But he's not a great player." There's the other side of it, yeah. Can you imagine if Thierry Henry would have done that? Would have mm. forgiven him in ten seconds. Yeah. And he does Xhaka things that you. I don't can want remember him to Patrick do. Vieira doing it. Yeah. Well, funny enough, I was only talking about that game this week yeah. when he spat at Neil Ruddock. I was with the West Ham right. fans. Yeah. I was only talking about this to a West Ham fan this week. Yeah, of course, I could see that coming. But he was being wound up off the ball, which no one saw from Ruddock unless you were there. But anyway, um, exactly that. You're going to forgive him, aren't you, Tony Adams? There's loads of things. But because it's Xhaka and he does the Xhaka moments and he isn't that great. But he I think he could be I think he could be better than he is. If he continues with party and he stamps out that that nonsense that we have that we know each game's gonna come. But going back to Tommy Asu, what a signing. Honestly, yeah. Ma brilliant. Ma magic. Absolutely magic. I mean, Aaron Ramsdale. Tommy Sue, Ben White, I think is Ben White and Gabrielle are starting to form a lovely, lovely partnership there in the middle. Um, I was worried for Kieran Tierney um, when we started playing um, Tavares. I forgot his name. Tavares at left back. I was really, really impressed with him. And I was thinking, goodness me, Kieran Tierney's going to have to do a lot to get back into this team. And he has. He's come back. Kieran Tierney starts again for me. He was I thought Kieran Tierney was magnificent yesterday as well. I think to a man, they were all magnificent, uh, every single one of them. But it was just a gut-wrenching way to lose, especially at home. Um, and, you know, I'm sit I was sitting at home at 1-0 while we were 1-0 up, and I was thinking to myself, it's typical. We're going to beat Manchester City, and Arteta's not there. Typical. <laughs> Do you know, I really thought it was going to happen. You know, the footballing gods have got some funny, you know, funny ways of, of, of showing people. But look, I think, I don't think anyone can actually sit back deep down inside of them and say that they want Arteta to go. Not now. I, yes, we lost the game. Yes, we lost to Everton. Yes, we lost uh, to Manchester United. Yes, we've had some bad performances, but every team has bad performances. Liverpool had a bad performance last week against Leicester. Couldn't hit a barn door, lost mm. the game. You know, I watched Chelsea Liverpool today, great game of football. Um, but every team you, you've watched, every team are going to have a bad, are going to have bad results. And that's just the way it goes. But you can't just go back. And, and, and shout at the manager every time you have a bad performance. You, it's, no, it's you, just not, you can't because, you know, obviously talking to KC a lot and we've discussed this, the players have to take so much more responsibility. Mm. He'll set the tactics up, whether you agree with them or not. And he, he makes them, sorry, I hope anyone can hear my dog. Um, he hates, um, you know, he sets the tactics up, whether you like them or not, but he puts those players across that white line and it's down to them. Exactly. It's Here's a great point. Here's a great point from Peter. Look, people need to remember that with the financial power the top four teams have, bar Liverpool, who have bought and sold well, it will take time and really good recruitment to get our Arsenal back to the top four, yeah. which I think is happening right before our eyes um, with, with the signings that he made. This thing about this, this modern thing about football fans since football manager and FIFA have become a thing you're no good unless you cost over 70 million. Yeah, I know. It's rubbish. You know, it? It's just, well, why can't people, people still say it, even though we signed Ben White for, 
well, okay, sorry, Ben White he was, was a, a big bit, one, yeah, a bit, a, bit, a bit more. Take um, Odegaard, I think, was a bargain. Ramsdale was a bargain. Uh, Tommy Sue, bargain. You know, I mean, these these players have made a massive difference um, to what we do on the pitch. Craig, do you remember how much Nicholas and Elka was? I do. Uh, didn't we? We bought half him a million. For, 500,000, yeah. And we sold him for 26, yeah. 29, I think, was yeah, it? Yeah, I was yeah. so gutted when he was sold. Yeah. He was going to become world-class, but then that made room for Omri. But yeah, Anilka went because the fan base said he would never replace Wrighty. And he, he'd got his brothers and whatever happened. And obviously the rest is history, yeah. 500 grand. And he was magnificent. I loved mm. watching him. So my point is... Whether 100 million or 2 million, you ain't got a clue until he puts that jersey on and crosses the white line and carries out his duties. Let me tell you, I'd never heard of Tommy Asso. I didn't even know how to say his name for about two weeks properly. (laughs) I used to call him Tommy. Yeah. And he has grown into, I I feel I'd be, I was upset when he got COVID, obviously, when he wasn't playing. But you you were going to talk about Tierney and Tavares, yeah? Tierney was always going to come back. And and the goal he scored the other day was just oh delighted for him oh absolutely you can see it he's Arsenal through and through you can just see it. I mean even in that celebration the way he went over to the fans you know arms out arm back here we go again like you know I mean he, for me I mean I've got a lot of Celtic a lot of Celtic mates over here obviously living in Ireland you know big big uh, Celtic fan base over here they were texting my phone you bastard you bastard. You took Tierney, you've taken Tierney yeah. 25 million pounds. That's you've robbed us, you know. So, that when you've got people saying that about players, you've got to take a little bit of notice of it. Um, because you know, it's like it'll be like if one of ours went to somewhere else and we'd be texting the buddies who support that team, you know. Oh, god, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we, we had it if someone on Twitter said it to us, a, a girl who follows Celtic, same thing. She goes, Oh yeah. my god, you've got my Tierney, you what a yeah. player. And I do feel that he needs to be um, congratulated, Arteta, sometimes on what he's brought in, whether it was Edu or not. I never forget, <laughs> I was at the Etihad at the beginning of the season. As I said, I've got some City mates and I went with them. And um, we were outside and one of them went, there's Edu over there. I went running over to Edu, got my picture with the Invincible and I said, you sort this club out. And at the time, I posted it because it's one of our Invincibles. I got so much abuse, I can't begin to tell you. I got so much. I I actually thought about taking the picture down. No. I tell you, Craig, they were going, how dare you have a picture of him? He's ruining our club. And I'm like, hold on a second. He's an invincible. He's Mm. not ruining our club. We played Brentford. And yes, we were atrocious. Chelsea and City. Forget it. I was at, (laughs) I said I was at City for six minutes against City. We were superb. And then they tore us a new one, obviously, that day. Xhaka did what Xhaka did. And, you know, I can see a lot of the comments and I can see what you're all saying about Xhaka. But we are stuck with him this season. And I think for him to get better, someone needs to go, stop it. Stop it. Play with. Play with party the way you're doing. We're all happy with that, but we're not happy with your nonsense. But what I love about Kieran Tierney as well is quiet. Yeah. No social media. He doesn't do anything. <clears throat> you never see yeah. him in the paper. He's never anywhere. Might post yeah. the odd picture on I mean, Instagram, but that's The fact it. he comes to, I mean, the fact he turns up to football stadiums with his stuff in a Tesco's bag says it all, doesn't it? Oh, I love it. <laughs> and the fact is that they're training in like ankle Short, socks yeah, and a t-shirt yeah, yeah. in the snow. Yeah. He, Minus he 25. Wants, you know what, Craig? All he wants to do is play football. That's it. Yeah. Not interested in anything else. Play football for his club, for the fans. That's it. And that's what you want. That's exactly. all I care if we can about. Get, I mean, if we can get, you know, we can get five or six more players 
like Kieran Tierney. Um, I think everything's good. I mean, Arteta has hinted that he might be bringing to, he, that he might bring some people in um, over the January transfer window, but I do believe he did mention bringing in people on loan. Um, yeah. But again, look, I, I trust him. I trust him hundred percent with the players that he's brought in. I was like everyone else. Who's this geezer? Who's that geezer? I've never heard of him. Oh my god! But I didn't go take to social media and start going. Oh, who's this geezer? Who's this geezer? Get rid of him! Sack my sack Arteta. Um, my like my you say, you've got you've got to, you've got to give him time. You've got any player that he brings in, just give him a chance. Please, give him a chance. My scouse mate went to me. Tierney, oof, one for the future. I went, who's that? He went, plays for Celtic. He's linked to you. I said, oh, yeah, I don't listen to all this chat. Your viewers are getting noticed that I don't deal with transfer. They can watch your show for that. I do not. Yeah. I can't honestly. Well, it's, something, it. it's, something I've, it's definitely something I've shied away for in the last few yeah. years. Um, I, I don't, I, you know, you, you can't believe anything um, that's out, that people are talking about. Um, you know, it's all for click. It's clickbait. For me, um, I, I just I, this stuff. is what I do, Craig. I don't trust it until my dad's phoned me or it's the yellow banner on Sky. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. I don't care. Weirdly, though, I did get told that Ozil was signing for us. <laughs> well, look, I've got one. I had, I do have one fella uh, who I do have one fella who I do um, listen to. He did tell me about Arsene Wenger being. He did tell me about um, Arsene Wenger leaving oh. three months before it, and he did tell me about Ubamiang about a month before it. So oh. but he's got a lot but he's got a lot wrong as well. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah, swings and roundabouts. Swings as and roundabouts. As they say a clock's right once a day, twice a day. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Amanda, I think we'll leave it there. Um okay. it's been absolutely fantastic talking to you. It's something that we have never done um no. on a one on one basis, talking about Arsenal. I think everyone um can hear, you know, we're passionate about our club. Uh, we want them to do well and we'll carry on supporting them through thick and thin. Um, thank you to everyone in the chat who joined us um, this evening. 250 of you watching us live. Wow. Thank you very much indeed. Hello, can I just hello. Tell, hello, hello. Can I just tell the, your viewers what I'm going to be doing on my show? The sort Of, of things. course you can. Of course you can. Uh, well, we, haven't got, we, haven't, we haven't got a name for it yet, have we? Um, do you know what, right? This is, what we should do is, if you've got any good names um, <laughs> for a show... Put them in the comment section down below uh, for Amanda, and um, we'll, we'll have a sift through them and see. If, I, I can't think of one. I think my same old Arsenal is the pinnacle of podcast naming. I don't think I could do it again, to be honest. What a name for a podcast! It's brilliant. I sat there yesterday and I was like, I just couldn't think of one. But what I'm going to do on my show? It, exactly, Johnny boy. Look at that. <laughs> that is so funny. That is one of them I'm going to do. So I've written it down because I'm not very technophobe. So uh, basically, I'm going to have people on that are match going or TV watching Arsenal fans. Don't have to be famous. You just got to love the club. And I don't care where you are in the world. Um, Australia, America, Africa, England, wherever you are, you're a fan. Um, I know a few journos. I'm going to have family on. Um, my dad especially some ex-players I'm friendly with, PG tips, football or life-related. We don't know yet. Um, I'm going to do a player of the week. Again, football or if you've done something outside of um, in, in the real world, as they say. Um, I'm going to also, which I love doing, I'm having fans of other clubs on. It's always good to get their perspective, especially before they're going with us. So 
I'm going to start either before the Liverpool game or the Tottenham game. I've already got a Tottenham fan that actually, when he came on the other pod I was on, all the Arsenal fans loved him by the end because he was a really good, you know, he's one of those that you like. <laughs> he's not one of those that so I could just see There's a few of them. There's a few of them. <laughs> PG rated, PG outspoken. Thanks, Rob. Um, and also, um, ask Mand. You can ask me anything about anything to do with Arsenal, football, women in football, anything, or you can ask Mand about anything else in life. Um, and also, what's really important to me is audience participation. So, all your comments that I can see, I've got to learn how to do it all, but um, I'm going to. It's you lot that I want to talk to every guy, every show. Um, Wednesday or Thursday nights around eight o'clock. So I'm really excited about it. And you let me know what you like and what you don't like. Absolutely. Amanda, it's great to have you on board. Um, Thank you. Very, very excited to have you here. And I'm sure everyone else is. Like I said, keep an eye on the Twitter. Follow us at Same Old AFC. Um, and follow Amanda at um, Princess Guna. 1969. No, Goonagirl1969. Sure, um, I'm sure some people's opinions are going to uh, cause a little bit of a stir, but that's what we want and that's what we like. See you tomorrow night, 8 o'clock. All the best. Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.